1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we get ready for another action-packed weekend across Scottish football. Nicholas Raskin's available for a Rangers debut against Ross County tomorrow and he's already targeting silverware. Ange Postacoglu says Georgius Giacomakis is no longer on his radar with a move away still pending and Queen's Park have been thrown out of the Scottish Cup for fielding an ineligible player. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight, two men very much eligible to take part in the show Simon Donnelly and Hugh Keevans the midweek football was an absolute treat I thought unless of course you support Motherwell mm. or Hearts or Aberdeen but for the rest of you it was a real treat and I think the word transformation can now be applied to the job that Michael Beale is doing at Rangers they left Hearts in little bits and pieces when they left Edinburgh on Wednesday night Celtic again impressive against Livingston and the two of them now go head-to-head for the title. And I don't think you can say it is done and dusted if Rangers continue to play in that exciting type of fashion and we still have two derbies to go. Big weekend ahead, Simon. Yeah, just interesting take on it with you there. As I said, yeah, nine points is a great lead, but complacency can't be afforded at this stage. Uh both teams aren't given any sort of quarter winning their games and Rangers have the advantage tomorrow to to cut that again as they did last week with Celtic playing on Sunday. Difficult game at McDermott, so yeah, all still to play for. Oh one four one nine five one one oh two five. That is the number you need to so come on. Let's hear from you. Friday night we're in classic preview territory. We'll hear from the managers, we'll look ahead to the games. There's a, a big story involving Queen's Park today. They play tonight, of course, but they've been chucked out. Uh, of the Scottish Cup And of course you For the last month Everything Has been set against The backdrop of that Transfer window It's now yeah. closed And Barring one or two Exceptions You're stuck with the group That you've got at the moment And they either win you things Or lose you things Between now and the end of the season Well I mean For example Motherwell John Obika uh, Up at uh, Pataudry tomorrow uh, An Aberdeen side Who've lost nine goals In their last two games How bad are they right now? And uh, Motherwell, for me, look in serious trouble. So that's a, a major one for John Abika to be thrown into. Uh, I think uh, on Sunday at Perth, uh, the Celtic fans will be looking to see how much Ange Postacoglu rotates his side uh, after another uh, impressive display against Livingston. And of course, Nicholas Raskin tomorrow against uh, Ross County. I think he will be put in, along with Todd Cantwell, because I think Rangers at the moment look in irresistible form, and I fear for Malky Mackay's side. It's, it's over. All the speculation, all the talk, who's going to come, who's going to go, it's, it's done, Simon, apart from Georgius Giacomakis. But, but we'll, get, we'll, get to him. Uh, we'll get to him a bit later on, but by and large... Is done And you now find out If your January recruitment Has been good or not Because everyone can make All these predictions But how many times Have we been Shown up in the past You predict a signing to be good And he turns out not to be Or there's a, a surprise package Now we find out As we head on that home straight To the end of the season Yeah now it's all done and dusted uh, 
we're, we're heading towards the business end of the season. You know, there's a, a big final at the end of this month that's yeah. coming up. Who's playing? Yeah, I heard yeah, that actually. Yeah. So we're, we're looking forward to that. The first piece of silverware uh, to, to be won. But yeah, there's teams out there, including your own team, Gordon mm. Motherwell, who have brought some players in and they need to, to start having an effect because that is... That is a big game up at Putaudry. Aberdeen in terrible form. Your, your your own team, I believe the two games that they've drawn recently, they were ahead in both games and, and paid back. So, big game for those two at the weekend. No wins since October. I don't need to remind you, God. Yeah. No wins since October. Um, but the fight has to go on. It's a place that Muddle sometimes go and get a result though of, of late. Yeah, Pitaudry, yeah. You know, early so this season. Yeah, well, so you'd have be. to say Aberdeen are in disarray. Mm. I mean, nine goals lost in two games. Uh, credit to St Mirren going up there and doing very well midweek, but Aberdeen are in disarray. Right, come on then. 01419511025. The floor is yours. You decide if we're looking at tomorrow's fixtures in this part of the World Rangers against Ross County. How much would you like to see a Nicholas Raskin debut? Uh, Rangers fans What else are you thinking Surrounding that one Celtic fans You need to wait until Sunday of course But very interesting comments today From your manager Ange Postacoglu About Georgios Giacomakis It sounds like maybe He's off the Christmas card list I don't know Maybe I'm uh, reading that one wrong Any Queen's Park fans out there That would be nice Because it's quite a dramatic day Uh, You you get through to the fifth round Of the Scottish Cup Then get chucked out uh, For fielding an ineligible player Anyone get any thoughts on that Or anything else at all In fact uh, will we get the verdict for Ross McCrory's appeal during the show tonight? Well, if you want my opinion, red card all day long. He meant it. He raised his elbow in a, a way that was physically damaging to an opposing player and I don't see how you could overturn that red card. And yet so many people disagree with I it, know, Simon. I think it's really harsh. I think... Do you think he goes to hurt him? Yeah, yeah this it, exact same split in the studio last night which tells you how Tough it's going to be I've, No I've seen it back I'm still not convinced at all Anyway Maybe we'll find out Between now and the end of the show I'm not sure 01419511025 Let's hear from Rangers new signing Nicholas Raskin It was certainly one of The most talked about transfers During the window It finally got done On deadline day Then there was an extra day or so To wait for the paperwork But he is Officially available For a debut Against Ross County tomorrow And he's got his uh, He sits his sight set quite high between now and the end of the season. Uh, it's a very proud day. I was waiting this day for now long because I heard about Rangers uh, the beginning of, of the month, even earlier, but it, it took time before uh, I came. So yeah, I'm very proud and very happy to be here now. Oh, I want to be champion for sure. I want to know what it means to be champion. I want to win trophies because I know we got few trophies here also with the cup. So and for sure I want to make something in the in the in the Europe. I want to play Champions League. I never played Champions League. I played Europa League. So we play against Rangers and in Europa League. But now I want to play Champions League and and compete in Champions League, not just playing, just make something. I heard that we're nine points behind, but we still got two games against them. So everything can change fast. You win those two games, never know. So I think the team is confident. 0141 Let's bring in William Who's a Rangers fan How are you tonight William? Yeah no bad uh, Gordon Hello Gordon Hugh and Simon Hello What's your point Hi. for us tonight William? Yeah the point is It's about the other night right uh, I'm still scratching my head Because we'll not get a 10 in front of my name and, uh, and that's no an exaggeration My God We could have scored at least that And I mean at least that uh, The transformation as Hugh says Under Beal You've got players like 
Morelis, Kane, Barisic, uh, Kamara, who Van Bronckers was going to sell, Sakala, who's playing out his skin. I just think the whole team is playing a lot better. If anybody in this league, and I mean anybody in this league, thinks Rangers are going to just fade away and they just uh, die for the rest of the season, they've got another thing coming. I just think Rangers are just coming to the boil just at the right time. I just want to what the panel thinks of that. I always go back to a caller uh, when Giovanni Van Bronckhorst was still at Ibrox and he came on the programme one night and I thought, that's a terrific quote. He said that watching this Rangers team may lead to drowsiness. Uh, now that's certainly not the case under Michael Beale. They are very easy on the eye now. I repeat, they just left hearts and little bits and pieces on Wednesday. And I'll sum it up the transformation. One guy, Morelos, he scored three goals in eighteen games under Giovanni Van Bronckhurst this season. And then Van Bronckhurst left. He's now scored six in eleven games under Michael Beale. Michael Beale is the, the man who is getting the proverbial tune mm. out of Alfredo Morelos. What do you mean, William, though, coming to the boil at just the right time? Because I'm sure lots of people listening would say that being nine points, ten, if you th- consider goal difference, you know, it's, it's not the right time. Well, what I mean is, right, uh, obviously the league is going to be a stretch, as I've said in the past when I've come on, right? I think for the other competitions, maybe like the, the two cups, we're coming to the boil for that, definitely. And the thing is, what I can say is, it's going to be hard to beat Celtic at Parkhead. Everybody finds it difficult, but Rangers have beat it there in the past. We could definitely beat them at Ibrox, as we should have the last time, because I think Celtic are very lucky at Ibrox. But as a boy, I mean, as there's still two big cup competitions to play, but mm-hmm. I think Rangers are well in the mix for that. Did it feel like a, a bit of a of a statement win the other night, Simon? Because look, everybody knows that. Michael Beale had won all of his games Apart from the Celtic game Which was obviously a draw And that was good And there was a level of credit there But there was still And by the way Michael Beale was chief among them mm-hmm. People who were pointing out That the performances Maybe weren't quite Aye. as fluid as, as he would like And Look we have to face up To the reality of, of our league sometimes Even a slightly off colour Rangers Even a below strength Rangers Should be able to win The majority of you know, of the rest of the games, but to go to Tynecastle with an expectation that Hearts could do something, win it in that manner, was there a bit of a statement attached to that, do you think? I think there possibly was. I think the, the manner that Rangers went about the win, you know, the performance they put on, as you quite rightly say there, Bill himself, uh, although they've won all their games out with the Celtic game, you know, hasn't criticised, but he's come out at the end of the game and said, look, there's, there's more to give. The performance wasn't where we want to be, but we got the result. Uh, and that is a credit to them, you know, they've, they've, they've got the, the points on the board. I think if you asked them before they came in, they, they can't improve that. The only way they can improve it would have been taking maximum points in the in the Celtic game. Uh, having said that, their, their, their form against Hearts is good. That's uh, really good, isn't it? I know, you know we, we I mean? mentioned I mean, this in the lead-up. Celtic hat on, Celtic at home to Livingston the other night, you think Celtic are going to take care mm. of business. And I think Celtic fans are always hopeful, having a look over, right, that might be a place... That Rangers will drop But their form's been good At Tynecastle Not just Tynecastle Head to head Seven wins in a row Who conceded only once uh, I think William's right In what he says about And and Hugh touches on the goals With Morelis Morelis looks I I said it on the show last week Morelis is still Rangers' best striker The only thing that's been Questioned with him Was his attitude And his fitness And if if The likes of Beals Came in and changed that You know He started to score goals again I think Kent's form's been Mm. better you have to give 
the credit to, to the manager There are already two dates looming large on the horizon One is February 26, which is the Via Play Cup final And the other is Celtic Park on the 8th of April Even on the 3rd of February, the 8th of April is looming yeah. Because Celtic have never lost at uh, Celtic Park under Ange Postacoglu I mean, the consistency two years it, now, isn't it? is two amazing years. You know, Since they lost there Yeah but If we just take uh, Ange's time as manager He lost three away matches In his first season And then 32 games unbeaten And This season mm. he lost at Paisley He's never lost a league game At Celtic Park And the 8th of April Is already looking like A momentous occasion So And the, the Nicholas Raskin comments there Hugh that we heard that That's peak yeah. Glasgow football that Because if you actually listen Specifically to what he said we play them twice And if we win You never know that, yeah. That's pretty much it You know, it's, yeah. it's not controversial But here We'll see the headline And people say hey, You know it's, it'll get, It can get billed As Nicholas Raskin Says yeah, Rangers course. will win the league And then opposition fans Will leap on it And it's our currency Well yeah I'm not scoffing without, at it Without doubt um, Simon raised the point Celtic are Consistent To an amazing degree However They have to keep going they have to keep their eye on the ball Starting with McDermott Park 12 o'clock A time when schoolboy matches kick off They've got to go there To an acre of Perthshire farmland By the time they get there And the weekend rains hit the place uh, So they have to keep going That The lead will be down to 6 points By Sunday And Celtic have mm. to keep going Which to be fair they have done It feels like yeah. every week It does feel like the yeah. Rangers play first um, More often they're not at the moment. Um, are you hoping for a Nicholas Raskin debut tomorrow, William? Um, I think I don't think he'll get a debut the way they played the way the team played in Wales. I think he'll find it difficult to go in, but he's definitely one that as Bill was identified for future. You get Cantwell as well, and I think you get uh, Suter to come back, uh, Roof, Lawrence, Hadji. So, oh, that's what I mean by the boy away, Gordon Wright, because. All the players are to come back And Rangers are playing better and You bring all the players into the mix It's competition for places It's good for Rangers Absolutely Thank you William 01419511025 Dominic's also a Rangers fan What's on your mind tonight Dominic? Uh, good evening Gordon uh, Simon and Uncle Hugh yeah. uh, You talk about I think for me Listening to Bill's press conference um, Yesterday is Obviously one of the journalists Asked him about The uh, Clarity on Kent and Barella's contract situation. Mm-hmm. I think is it. I don't know if it's just me, but Morelos is up in his game now because it's either he's wanting a move or it's he's obviously wanting to sign. But I'm hoping that the two of them will sign. But you'll know better than me, Gordon. I, I don't know if you know they can sign a pre-contact, 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 tongue twister, uh, pre-contact <laughs> yeah. in January. Are they still able to do that just now? Until between now and the end of the season Yeah yeah, absolutely yeah. As far, yeah, as, far yeah. as I can gather Wouldn't be anything wrong with that Just um, renew Michael Beale did say He has more clarity Than he's able to let on That's what he said So either yeah. that means He's got a strong inclination That one of them Or both of them Is going to stay Or he's got a strong inclination That one of them Or both of them Has said no thank you and, and is on their way But My first lesson in this business Many many years ago Was Your job Is to find out What they Don't want us to know Therefore, reporters are trying to find out from Michael Beale something that he knows but he's not sharing. Morelos has once again made himself an item. A few months ago on this programme, people had had it with him. 
they, they, they disliked his attitude There was the, the occasion at Easter Road Where he got sent off and reduced Rangers to nine men And Rangers lost a belated goal And left two points behind in Edinburgh Everything he did was wrong In the eyes of the supporters Now everything he does is right And he looks like the sort of player you would say We need to get him on a fresh contract Absolutely need to get him Because if he continues to play in this vein He is central to what Rangers mm. want to do It's a real difficult one isn't it Simon I've seen Rangers fans wrestling with this on social media Where they, yeah, the other night of course If that's what you're getting Yeah Now the state can can they can they keep doing this sort of roller coaster where sometimes well, it's good thing. and sometimes just, it's not? I, just, and I don't I don't know the actual pounds and pence of it, but you have to imagine if there's to be a new deal, is it on more money than he's on right now? Mm. If so, is he worth that? You know, the, these are the types of things that will need to come into play. Yeah, I was about to say, Barella San Kent of well, when I've experienced it on this show, they've come in and out of fashion. You know, yeah. in terms of their form and and how they've went about it. Uh, we've always been critical of Kent not scoring maybe a, a, enough goals. His, his, his numbers, Morelis, his, as I said earlier on, his attitude and his fitness. But the constant for me is, I think they're two of Rangers' best players when they're on their form. Uh, and to replace them, I think you'll have to go out there and do your work to to, to replace these two. Should they decide to move on? But again, he's got what six months mm-hmm. be able to. Prepare for that If that's the case It might not be the case They might yep. You know Stay on But you know It's been up and down with, with Rangers fans on the show Depending on their form But I, I, the constant for me is Morelis is their best striker And Kent When he's His head's with it And it seems to be at the moment Is one of their best players as well Dominic Where are you On Morelos Are you Ready to strap yourself in For another Roller coaster In a, a couple of more years On the contract Or is it time to try and upgrade Or have you not made up your mind? Yeah, uh, well, for me, it's either time to keep him till the end of the season and try and get him in between to sign a new contract. But if he if he goes, he goes. He's got my best wishes. But for me, it's also the Keenan Alan McGregor because I thought the other night he was only made a couple of saves, but I thought he was excellent. Um, and I, th- I think he's integral to what Bill wants to do for starting the next season but just a quick second one Gordon what do the guys think about Neil Lennon for the Aberdeen job oh wow that was a quick turn well, yeah answer um, the man as I understand it Neil Lennon has a uh, tax complication insofar as if he returns to this country uh, then he will have to pay full tax on the earnings uh, that he accumulated in Cyprus and cannot return to this country until the new fiscal year in April Which for me would rule him out of the job <laughs> Where did you read this? I must admit that's passed me by Well, you see You're a student of the game <laughs> I I read everything I absorb information So you wouldn't be able to come back here to after. Oh, he could, he I, I hope that's alright by the way Before we get Employment. ourselves embroiled that, in that, some sort of No, no, that, he's not doing anything wrong He has earned the money in Cyprus <laughs> right. But if he returns here you'd have to pay In a footballing tax. sense, can you see it? Listen, I think it's another of our big clubs You know he's already managed The biggest I would say He's, he's been at one of the other big ones Hibs uh, Aberdeen job's hard I mean Derek McInnes was there For a number of years mm. and, and 
made a good go to it. He got silverware and got Aberdeen to finals. It's the demand there is so high, and there's been play, uh, managers of fell recently, most recently Jim Goodwin. But I think if there's a guy who could handle it, it'd be Neil Lynn. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Good time to call. We'll get you on next. Celtic fans, let's hear from you. We're going to hear from Ange Postecoglou. Get some interesting comments about Georgios Jakimakis. So get in touch. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Simon Donnelly and Hugh Keevans are in the building And they're both waiting for your call So don't disappoint them 01419511025 We've heard from Rangers new signing Nicholas Raskin He's opening up the possibility that Rangers do produce the comeback And win the league title I'm sure some of you will have some thoughts either way on that one Of course looking ahead to Rangers Ross County uh, Tomorrow will there be a debut for him the Paperwork is complete He is available Will we see him from the start From the bench Or not at all You can get your predictions to us In the meantime Celtic fans Great opportunity Great time for you to get involved Because we're going to hear From Ange Postacoglu He says it is a matter of time Before Georgios Giacomakis' exit Is confirmed He says It's not even on his radar anymore It'll get concluded um, Yeah fairly soon Um to be honest, it's not on my radar anymore, so um, I'm not, um, you know, I'll, I'll probably be here at about the same time as you guys. Maybe if, if you're on Instagram, you'll hear about it earlier than me. Um, but, um, yeah, it's not on my radar. I don't expect him to be back in the group, but it hasn't been finalised yet. Is that a wee dig? Is that a wee dig at Jack and Marcus being too public with things on his Instagram, Simon? Right. I'm going to ask you because you're an Instagram user. Oh, do you know something, He's mate? just catching up. When I when I, I seen or I heard Ange actually went on the follow Jack and Marcus <laughs> on Instagram because I wasn't sure what had happened. So was it a few weeks back? I don't know. There was I could, <sighs> his most recent post wasn't anything. I must admit, I don't even know if I do. But I think it's definitely. I remember seeing one. Was not he, he was coming on and he posted. It was like the egg timer emoji. Oh, was right, it? Right. I don't know. Right. But it's, it didn't sound like someone who. To be fair, no. it sounds like someone who's off the Christmas card you see, list. You know. We spoke with Michael Beale earlier on Who knows something but isn't sharing uh, Ange Postacoglu knows something and is sharing uh, It will be concluded very soon he said So he's done and dusted He's somebody else's player yeah. And in Ange Postacoglu's world What do you want me to say about it? You know he's somebody else's player He's now. your type of guy Just cut ties all together yeah. Never think yeah. of him again And on we go Listen social media is social media right But see putting my coach's head on Or man it that would have done my head in Just as well If, if players were putting wee things out about, But as I say I, As soon as I heard that today I was on my Instagram To see what was the, the drama But as I say Ange You know he doesn't mm. hold back And if he feels he has to say something And the, the guy's moving on now You know so they've got a, I must, a striker I must in. admit Hugh when, when this um When the Will he leave Won't he leave Where will he leave to Saga was rumbling on During the window Um, It was getting quite Lengthy at that point I never envisaged That it would actually go on Once the window had closed Yeah I mean it is As Ange Postacoglu says it's, He's not going to play For Celtic again He's not a Celtic player anymore It's just a bit of a weirder Limbo that people are in If we're talking about Celtic Needing to maintain focus Then Ange Postacoglu Can't be doing with Sideshows And distractions That's Ange Postacoglu's way of saying Jacko Do not let that door hit you On the way out <laughs> Well, breaking news tonight That Aberdeen appeal against Ross McCrory's red card Has been unsuccessful And he will serve an immediate two-match ban We'll maybe get stuck right into that a bit later on 
Um, Aberdeen fans, St Mirren fans, interested neutral observers, why not give us uh, your thoughts? Joe is on the line. Uh, Joe, just to put you on the spot a bit, I know you had some original points. We just heard from Ange Postacoglu. Uh, sounds like he's keen to move on from all talk of Georgius Jakimakis, doesn't it? Well, to be honest with you, uh, it's not very often I agree with Hugh Keevans. <laughs> I think he's got it spot on, what he said. He's not helping the player anymore. Why should Ange Postacoglu bore himself with Jackie Marcus? Jackie Marcus wanted to go. Let him go. Bye. <laughs> you, are you as are you as content with that, Joe? Are you, are you going to miss him? No, really, no. We've all got a replacement. There comes a time when you just simply have to acknowledge the fact that he wants to go. He doesn't feel he was getting paid enough. He and his people um, tend to make their feelings known, whether it's on this Instagram thing of which you speak, <laughs> or in any other way. So. He's gone And as Joe says Thank you very much For all that you've done And he did A good job for Celtic When Kyogo Was injured for a long spell Last season Giacomacus mm. came in And filled the breach He did a good job For Celtic But he wants to go He is Hours Or days Away from completing the move And as Ange Postacoglu says It's no longer got Anything to do with me Um Remember how revolutionary it was When you took the big decision to join Twitter yes. I was just wondering if we could update this get And him get him on Instagram Or maybe we just skip that one altogether And put him on TikTok <laughs> What do you think? Can you see Hugh Keevan TikTok. TikTok videos? <laughs> I think it's a possibility uh, Joe says there Simon, you know, Celtic have a replacement Certainly yeah. on paper they do I guess only time tells you how Capable he is of, of filling Jack Macus's boots He might even go on to be twice the player Who knows? Um, I think it's probably too early to Judge him in terms of how good he is But stylistically I know you watch all Celtic games closely How would you describe what O is going to bring? Well he's only I've only seen him It was 15 minutes uh, The other night And Maybe even less at Tannadice yeah, Lo- Looks robust Looks robust Get yourself into Some good areas There was a couple of crosses The other night Similar runs to Kyogo getting to the front post Maybe looks a wee bit more physical Than Kyogo uh, But it's early days He's a young Young lad there But obviously Ange knows what he can do he, I think he said earlier today That he's maybe a couple of weeks away from full fitness So mm-hmm. he's going to kind of bleed him in gradually But I spoke on the show last week about Jackie Marcus And there was a lot of Celtic fans And as, as Hugh quite rightly says The guy did a great job Especially when Celtic needed him last year He came in and filled that void Finished top goal scorer uh, He was a popular player with the Celtic fans But he's, Ange had already hinted about the game time you know, you can't guarantee game time. Mm-hmm. And as we've seen with Jens, uh, as recent as Abelsgaard, if these guys aren't going to get the game time and they're not happy, Ange doesn't mess about. He'll move them yeah. on and other players will come in. Joe Hart it was very um, complimentary about O today. Joe Hart, mm-hmm. for anyone who watches his interviews, you know, he can be quite cards close to his chest, but he was, he was full of praise saying the boys have mentioned how sharp he is, talked about him being tough to keep a hold of. Um, they're not training too much at the moment, he acknowledged, but. He thinks he's going to bring something special to the club. So, well, I've only clapped eyes on him twice, like Simon. Uh, it's hard to I, see, isn't I, it? I thought, you know, right away at Tannadice, he laid on a, a, a sitter for Maeda, yeah. uh, who promptly missed the sitter. Um, and he looks robust and a different dimension. So, as I say, Georgios Giacomacus is now past tense. Oh, is the future. 
Um, Joe, what else is on your mind tonight? Yeah, well, I initially phoned up to, to uh, rebut the uh, call. It was on a few calls ago mm-hmm. about uh, Rangers coming to the boil. But my main point on, the, on his call was he said that Celtic were lucky to get a draw at Ibrox on the 2nd of January. Now, the, the game I was watching, Celtic were 1-0 up. Rangers got a dubious penalty. Celtic were denied a stone wall penalty. Then we then we equalised through a, a terrific goal, with a terrific build up to the goal, and Kyogo scored with two minutes to go. Now lucky seems to be a word that's coming out of Ibrox quite a lot. Just now, whether it's Anspod plus the Coglu's lucky, Celtic were lucky. Uh, I would say Rangers were lucky up at Petodre the last time. They were two one down, and equalised in seven minutes of injury time. I mean, I say that was fairly lucky. Yeah, Ange Postacoglu is the one who tends to bring it up because it amuses him, it tickles him uh, that he's been called lucky man. Uh, so he's having a bit of fun with it. I think Michael Beale said it once and didn't repeat it. Uh, but to discuss the game, the 2-2 draw, is like discussing Giacomacus. It's done. It's over and done with. And now Celtic have to move on and it's the games to come. Uh, and I think, Joe, to be absolutely fair... The cup final is three weeks away. Rangers have just made mincemeat of hearts at Tynecastle. They're playing very well. Players are transformed under Michael Beale, particularly Morelos, the goal threat, etc., etc. The Rangers fans are perfectly entitled to be looking forward to the cup final as much as the Celtic fans. They're, they're the, the two of them are the only show in town, so... Both sets of fans are entitled to look at that cup final, Joe, and think, we can win this. Your opinion, Hugh, who's the favourite for the cup final? Three weeks away, uh, I think either team, I, I, I repeat... Don't sit on the fence, come on. I think Rangers will win it. You did think Rangers would win the league, though, so yeah. it's maybe not been a vintage Joe, season for those Joe, predictions. Well, yeah, never will there be one. But uh, Joe asked me a straightforward question. I've given Joe a straightforward answer. I um, I think they're, they're, they're looking good. Um, I'm, I'm caught right in the middle here, Simon. I'm trying to figure out what's less... You ask me? No, <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to establish what would be less desirable. Arguing over who deserved to win a game six games ago yeah. or arguing over who's going to win a cup final in three weeks' time. I feel um, between a rock and a hard place, as the, the phrase goes... Um, There's a lot of football between <laughs> then or now and then. Exactly. Is that a cliche? No, I think I think that's fair. A lot of football. Um, I do, I so do. You've, you've got to avoid cliches like the plague. So <laughs> uh, I do think that's fair. Um, yeah, I suppose that this is. There's a, there's going to be a bit more bravado, if that's the right expression, in the the, the level of optimism surrounding Rangers because specifically of the other night, isn't it? I mean, I think. Like we mentioned at the top of the show It might not amount to anything Rangers might go and struggle Against Ross County tomorrow And then yeah. we revisit it We go game to game on here It's, yeah. it's what we do um, it, But I think even The most optimistic Rangers fans It was probably a better More convincing victory Than they thought it was going to be Yeah, And the confidence levels rise And that's just Of course And that, that's the nature of it and, and the performance is good as well So where they've been getting results and Joe's talking about the, the game at Petodre where they, they get the two late goals it's, it's still three points they still pick up the three points but 
Again, Beal himself was saying about performances. They get the performance the other night. Of course, confidence is high, but uh, that, that's that's uh, the nature of it. And to be fair, is do you get um, do, do you just get do we get complacent? You, you speak about players getting complacent. The people on the outside get complacent, Awful. and you start you start taking what Celtic are doing for granted. You know, as if they're well, somehow not in <laughs> an impressive but, form. Well, that's the thing. So, so you look at the you're winning you're, you look at after the World Cup, and you look at the league table. It's still nine points And Celtic have increased The goal difference you know, that, That's the bottom line And, and Celtic There were a couple of games in there so I don't think Celtic were Performed great at Tannadice But they won comfortably in the end They've went six not, I think clean sheets Yeah not conceded a goal Since six the Rangers clean game sheets. You see with regard to the cup final And here we are three weeks In advance of the cup final Discussing the cup final But Joe Would doubtless take offence At the, the notion that Rangers might be thought In with a real chance here but go back to last season Celtic in a 32 game long Unbeaten run in the league They still lost mm. to Rangers In the semi-final of the Scottish Cup RW yeah. knows how this works though Because he's a Rangers fan And he says Hugh Keevans has just broken my heart Why has he got to say that Rangers will win the <laughs> final? Because we all know how that goes Surely Are we actually going to argue about Who's going to win this final In three weeks time tonight? Surely not Yes we are no, already No 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 Come on we're, we're, Ask Joe We're better than that 0141951 I think Crosses his fingers um, We'll take more of your calls next 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Simon Donnelly are here Why not get in touch on 0141-951-1025 Darren was a St Mirren fan Well is a St Mirren fan We were just about to speak to him on this Ross McCrory business uh, And he's disappeared If you're listening Darren Pick up the phone again We'll try and get you uh, back on That was your breaking news tonight That that Ross McCrory Appeal has been unsuccessful So Aberdeen will be without him For their next two games Starting with the visit of Motherwell Tomorrow And it is one of the Great decisions of the season In terms of A split Because every night this week Or every night we've discussed it One pa- one panellist thinks it's a clear red The other one thinks it's a shambolic decision And I see this on social media as well So if you want to argue the toss about that one Pick up the phone I, I just think there was intent Very clear intent uh, Not to cause harm But intent to get him out the way The hard way uh, And I think the red card was justified And it, it's the way Aberdeen's luck is running at the moment Because you go out to Darville The, the, the owner asks for an immediate response And they then lose six goals to, to Hibs And then they lose another three at home to St Mirren and then they try a red card appeal And that's thrown out So Good luck tomorrow Barry Robson Well if anyone wants to take Hugh Keevans to task Or even worse Shudder at the thought Agree with him Then pick up the phone You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB But it's much more fun On the phones I think you will uh, Agree I mean Mick is on Twitter and I guess this is probably a Kind of loose relation to the Jackimakis Instagram quip Or whatever he says Can you ask Simon Have you ever played under such a ruthless manager? Ooh. Like Ange Postacoglu Who was yeah. your most ruthless gaffer? Ruthless? It's a good question I don't think I could come up with anybody who's ruthless well, But I, that I, struck I, you. I, I, I like the ruthlessness in Ange though You know because I think I said the other week there that Since he's come in I think he's created a really good environment Within the club I seen it earlier in the season when they scored the five Was it done at Rugby Park? They're all celebrating uh-huh. They all work for each other And I'm not saying any of these guys are Bad eggs or whatever But 
things can fester if you're not playing. I've been in changing rooms where players are unhappy. This guy looks as if he just wants to get rid of anybody there if they're not pushing to get in the, the starting 11 or sitting in that bench ready to come on. If I can't guarantee the game time and you're not happy about it, they're quite happy to move on. I think it works for both parties as well. Are all managers not like that? I mean, even the interim manager at Aberdeen, Barry Robson, binned effectively. The captain, Anthony Stewart, you, you're just not going to play here. Off you go. So he goes to the MK Dons. I mean, that football's like that. Uh, I think some would. Some there, You can see a case where some would go, oh, I don't know, Jackie Matt, he's a good player and scored goals. Can we replace him? No. You know, some would do that, wouldn't they? Yeah. Second but, guess. Yeah, but I think he's already. We've seen it, you know, last January with the transfer window. I think he is ahead of the game in terms of, right, what's the next window? This guy was obviously on his radar. I think there was a couple of Korean strikers on his radar. Brought this guy in He knows what he can do Yes We can let Jack and Marcus go There's your question Answered Mick We'll find out Couldn't he give you a specific manager right Obviously not being ruthless enough Not not jumped out at you Mm. Uh, Let's bring in Nadim Who's a Rangers fan What's your point tonight Nadim? Hi Gordon Thanks for taking my call Um, Yeah my my point was pretty simple Actually I think For the first time since Maybe Ange Ange Postacoglu Has been at, At Celtic um, and as a Rangers fan, I think it's probably the first transfer window that I think we've we've done better than what than what what, um, what Celtic have done. I think we've brought in some two really good quality quality players. I think Cantwell he'll be a top player, and, and Raskin from what I've seen um, over in, um, where he was playing before, I think he looks he's got the potential to be a top top player as well. And I think Celtic losing Juranovic and obviously the, the the stuff that's going on with with Giamakis, um Giacomakis, I think it's it's, um, I think we, we've definitely come off off, off the bat. And I, another thing I would say is, Hugh's talking about us um, Rangers playing really well, and I think he's absolutely right. I think the, the game against Hearts, Hearts was sitting third in the league, you know, um, and, and we made them look as if they were sitting third bottom the way we played against them. We were fantastic against them. So I just think it's looking really good. I don't think we won the league um, as a Rangers fan. Uh, really hurts me to say that, but I think we're just too far behind. Um, even if we were to win one or two of the, the, the remaining old from here, I just think um, Celtic are playing well, we're both playing well. So the cup final for me will be will be a big thing, um, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. With regard a stronger to the window, transfer window, says Nadim. With regard to the window, people always invest their faith and trust in players. I, I take you back, Nadim, to last season. Aaron Ramsey, Ahmed Diallo, flops. The pair of them uh, came with a fanfare of trumpets and left having lost a European final and Celtic cantering the league. So you have to be careful. Uh, you know, it's early days yet. We, we haven't seen Nicholas Raskin kick a ball. Uh, Todd Cantwell uh, had a, for me, reasonable debut last weekend at Ibrox against St. Johnson, but it's early days yet. You have to wait until they settle in both at Celtic Park and at Ibrox uh, and just be aware of going off the deep end too quickly. That fair, Nadim. Uh, I, I, that is, you know, who's got a point? I suppose you know they, they are still early on in their, in their careers, um, but I think from maybe the difference, I suppose, is within with Cantwell. You've seen what he's done in the Premiership. You know when he was at Norwich, he played really well, and so he's definitely got the potential to do well. And I just think when when other players come back in terms of Hadji, you know, and um, and Lawrence and, and you know Suter, you've got you've got some fantastic players to come back. I just think the the depth and the depth in the squad that we had when when Stephen Gerrard first took charge, I think that's back now, and we've definitely got two players you know challenging for for most positions. So I think it's it's, it's looking really good now, yeah, for sure. 
Celtic and Rangers both have terrific squads Both of them And the remainder of the season for Celtic and Rangers Is going to be fascinating It's great As I say, they're the only show in town But again, Nadim You you talk about Todd Cantwell had done very well in the past Who had done better than Aaron Ramsey when he came here? Uh, You know, at international level and at club level But he got to Rangers and... No, it didn't work. And like it's it's all good fun. Every every fan, every pundit, everyone is remotely interested in football is, is going to try and predict how signings work out. No shame in that. Um, but Simon Hughes on to a point. But the Scottish football has been littered with ones that you thought would work and didn't, or vice versa. Because of course, this time last year, if he's on about Ahmed Diallo, Aaron Ramsey, <clears throat> this was when Rio Hatati and Matt O'Reilly arrived. Yeah. And let's be honest, everybody had to just kind of say, well. Don't know. Yeah. Don't know how good they'll be. Yeah. And then, you know, clearly the impact they made. So maybe what you know, Nadim's referring to Juranovic and Jakimakis, what we do know for sure, those are big boots to fill. That is yeah. undeniable. I think that's, so it, it I remains think that's to be maybe seen. Maybe where Nadim is coming from, you know, from a Rangers point of view, I think both those players have been a success. Jakimakis was a top goal scorer. Juranovic for me, I really liked him. I think that's where Nadim's maybe coming from. In terms of transfer window, he's talking about players coming back. That's a different thing. I think Marv said mm-hmm. last Wednesday that Rangers might only bring a couple in because there is that many guys coming back. So their, their squad might be in a better place because yeah. of that. Yeah. But that's, that, that's not f- the transfer window. They get, they get the guy that's played the most is the boy Johnson that's come in. I think he's did well since he came in. He made his debut at Ibrooks. I think he's looked solid. I, look, I think he's looked very calm. In the way that Ange wants the fullbacks mm. to play, he was popping up everywhere the other night, same as, as Greg Taylor. So it's it's hard to argue. As, as Hugh says, the proof will be in the pudding. We can we can talk about that, you know, three months from now. See, just on the the transfer window, though, Nadim, I like this. Um, I don't know if you heard it from Russell Martin today. You seen this clip? No. Or heard this clip? I should say. So obviously there was a, a fairly high profile pursuit of Morgan Whitaker from uh, from Swansea. Rangers put a bid in. Swansea sort of dug their heels in or whatever, and he and he remained there. Um, so Russell Martin, former Rangers player, of course, was asked about it today, and uh, here's what he had to say. I had Rangers fans message me on LinkedIn saying just let him go. I'd like to reiterate to them, I apologise I was crap at your club, but I don't have control over Morgan Whitaker. <laughs> fair enough. Honesty. You can't beat it. And, to be fair, the man's right. Oh, he did came late in his career and Rangers weren't in a good place. I'm trying to just cut him some slack because um, I just like it. I like the honesty, Simon. And uh, what I, I, this has opened um, new doors for, to me though, right? Because I'm used to receiving all sorts of Communication on Twitter Is it LinkedIn? Who are you football fans That are out there (laughs) On LinkedIn Messaging Russell Martin To ask about a player's transfer Show yourselves Because I did not know It's a level up from Instagram I did not know that was A thing See you want me to be part of this world Enough trouble the world I'm in Uh, Anyway thanks to Nadim It's that time already Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. I might get one of these two to record a statement at the end. I'm sorry I was rubbish at Beat the Pundit. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. A victory for Mark Wilson, I believe, last night. What about the Palmerston Pep on Wednesday, oh. though, Hugh? Oh, all over. he obviously missed your calming influence. Did he, did he, was, he, he was horrendous. He, he, was he? got, he got one right was he? and he, lost in the tiebreaker. I, I, I sent my text to say, you've won one, lost one as the Queen of the South manager, and now you've come second <laughs> to beat the pundit. said, 
I'm done with it He was rotten <laughs> Anyway let's see what Hugh and Simon are capable of tonight Hugh or Simon will take on you on Beat the Pundit If you fancy it 01419511025 Lanes close at 7 Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Simon Donnelly and Hugh Keevans are here I did spend the news trying to get Hugh signed up for TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, Tinder yeah. I heard you were you were on the, the 5k minute with I George was. Bowie this morning I Part was. of his campaign I got a nine To bring it back A I, nine I heard this right now, I must have been I, I was unavailable to listen live But I heard the, the, the good news travelled fast That he got a nine on the 5k minute I thought this man's on, this man's on fire um, I then looked at the questions I didn't realise they'd been tailor made It was all like Age appropriate Age appropriate I'm glad you, you put it so succinctly It was basically questions from 1900 to 1950 <laughs> His specialist subject And you got nine Let me tell you Such is the faith that people have in me Simon Mrs Gibbons locked herself in the bathroom Until this was over <laughs> in, case, in case I embarrassed myself so badly But the right. one question he got wrong They obviously threw a curveball in There was a question yeah. about a YouTuber or something Wasn't a, a there? Influence, an influence yeah, it seemed sort of similar And um, My answer was Ed Sheeran <laughs> He's a musician <laughs> And needless to say He got that one wrong Will we find out if it's going to be a double On Clay yes. One's quiz offerings today Let's do it Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Should have heard this Simon It was like Was it not questions about like shillings and pence Yeah Questions about Vera Lynn um, Dame Vera Lynn Dame Vera Lynn My apologies <laughs> I'm really very sorry about that And um, what were the others? Uh, well who, who preceded John Gregg as Rangers manager? Go on then Jock Wallace Yeah right Yes yeah, I knew that but I read it earlier Off your 5k minute So anyway Daniel's going to play tonight Daniel how's it going? Yeah not too bad yourself Right Daniel You sound much too young To answer questions About Dame Vera Lynn Is that <laughs> accurate? That is accurate yeah. I thought so I Don't worry I've had a quick look Can't beat the pundit There is no mention Of any cliffs So you're fine <laughs> um, I'll toss the coin And see if it will be A quizzing double for Hugh Or if Simon The master of the narrow win on Beat the Pundit is up Let's see what we've got And it is Give you the big build up It's Tails Simon Donnelly mm. Up against Daniel uh, From Dunoon Was that your last outing on here when you I've had two losses lost? recently Yeah mm. Two tie break losses Okay let's give you some Clyde 2 then uh, And see how we go with Daniel Daniel I'm going to put 30 seconds on this clock Just answer as many as you can If you want to pass and move on That is fine by me Okay Perfect Let's do it Nicholas Raskins joined Rangers from a club in which European country? Belgium What Celtic manager signed Thomas Gravison and Derek Riordan? Neil Lennon Which Premiership side have kept the fewest clean sheets this season with four? Motherwell Who was the Arsenal manager when Kieran Tierney signed for the club? Arteta Who's bottom of the Scottish Championship? Uh, uh, Arbro How many current Scottish Premiership sides has Liam Boyce played for? Three. Who's got more Scotland caps Barry Mackay or Stephen Kingsley Kingsley Okay let's bring back Simon Simon can you hear us Yes Good same It wasn't Dame Vera Lynn was no, it was it? Erasure oh, Nice little bit of Erasure there right, You ready Yep Let's go Nicholas Raskins joined Rangers From a club in which European country Belgium What Celtic manager signed Thomas Gravison and Derek Riordan Strachan Which premiership sides Kept the fewest clean sheets This season with four Muddle 
Who was the Arsenal <laughs> manager when Kieran Tierney signed for the club? Uh, Arteta. Who's bottom of the Scottish Championship? Hamilton. How many current Scottish Premiership sides has Liam Boyce played for? Three. Who's got more Scotland caps, Barry Mackay or Stephen Kingsley? Kingsley. Okay, okay. Daniel, what's the verdict? He's dead. He's beat me. He's beat me. Definitely. I think so. I got the second one wrong and he got it right. Mm, okay. Nicholas Raskin came from Belgium. I think everyone knew that. Well done. You both got it. Uh, you were. I mean you were close-ish Daniel But you're right You knew it was wrong It was Gordon Strachan uh, Who signed Thomas Gravison And Derek Riordan So Simon goes 2-1 In front Ah see look at you both Going for poor wee Motherwell With the, the fewest clean sheets I thought I'd got the understanding of that Surprisingly wrong, but, no, I got it right. um, It's but actually wrong. St Johnson Is it? Not that it counts for much When St Johnson have gone to Fur Park And won twice this season But anyway there we go um, The Arsenal manager When Kieran Tierney signed Was Unai Emery mm. You both went Arteta So where are we 2-1 to Simon At this point I'm afraid though Daniel Hamilton are bottom Of the championship So it's 3-1 Simon You both went For three clubs Liam Boyce It's only two Hearts mm. and Ross County And you both went Stephen Kingsley You were both correct 2-1 So not much in it So Simon A 4-2 victory for you Congratulations Thank you And it's Unlucky a hard Daniel. lines Daniel Yeah well done Well done Cheers Daniel Good man Thank Daniel you. That was Daniel from Danoon Two on the board Not enough You usually win by one I'm that, just happy to get a straightforward win there I'm back in the game That is comfortable for you For sure uh, Right 01419511025 That's the number You need if you're just joining us I say this all the time Where on earth have you been I won't take it personally uh, what you've missed is Nicholas Raskin Hearing from him for the first time He's targeting silverware He says if Rangers can beat Celtic In one of the next two games Then who knows uh, Will we see him this weekend We heard from Ange Postacoglu Having a dig at Georges Giacomakis' Instagram usage And suggesting that he is off the Christmas card list As he closes in on that move Away from Celtic We even got into some bizarre argument About who will win a cup final That's three weeks away If you're mad enough to want to revisit that Fine by me, sort of grudgingly And if you want to talk about something else You absolutely can do There was breaking news during the show tonight uh, And that's that Ross McCrory lost his appeal Against that red card he picked up In the St Mirren game midweek He'll be suspended for the Motherwell match tomorrow And Aberdeen's next game And uh, Darren... Is on the, oh no, Darren's a St Mirren fan So you're surely going to tell me That this was a nailed on red card And they were mad to even appeal it in the first place Darren, is that where this is heading? How you doing guys? Well, first of all, my first time caller So just thanks for having me on well, Good to have you um, I Absolutely, just to just follow on to tell what you said there uh, I thought it was a straight red There's no reason for him to be raising his hand Into that position when, when he makes contact um, So I, I don't understand where the Where the Aberdeen fans are well, well, to be fair, Simon is not an Aberdeen fan, but he he thinks it was harsh. What? How would you respond to Darren's like explanation of it, Simon? Well, the way I seen it, he's anticipating the boy coming in and he's put his hand up. It looks as if, well, Hugh suggested he's thrown it into his face. I, I thought he was just kind of holding him off. I, listen, it's my interpretation mm. of it. I don't. Did the I mean, did the referee pull it up? It went to VAR, didn't it? Yeah. So. I must admit that I feel like there's a third We get Don't bring up biomechanics In Scottish football <laughs> no, 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 But You know we, we we get the microscope out There's holding them off I I thought if anything And nobody cares What I think But if, if anything 
Is he trying to sort of wriggle past You know initially Is he trying to get that arm over But then mm. there, is, there is a movement upwards Isn't there Hugh For, for me For whatever reason It's quite straightforward Was it intentional Or was it accidental And for me It was intentional Yeah I mean Darren what did you think Did you Did you, did you manage to see the game at the time Or is this just I did I was watching it Yeah Yeah Did um, it jump out at the time Or is it one that you kind of have to see back To, to almost get a, a good look at it Initially, my first thought was, you probably think I'm biased here, but my first thought was that he had raised his hand and the fact that he's moving the pitch as well, he gives it a referee a decision to make. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I, at the time, I, was, I, was, I thought it was a, a foul and then when I seen it back, it just kind of cemented it for me. Did, 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 did he make the decision though, the referee, or did it get brought to his attention? Did, what? Yeah, it was a VAR decision, he, wasn't he, it? He went for a look, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. For me, Simon, you know... The, the people are taking offence over this because it was so early in the game. So no, what, I don't think that's good. If you, nah, if you do something just, in if, the second minute of the game and deserve to go, no, yeah, of course, then you no, go. I don't think that that for me, never stacks up. Intentional or accidental? For me and for the appeals panel, yeah. intentional. Here's the next bit, which is is boring because actually. Simon, the debate tonight or the debate when you get to the appeal point, it's, it's actually a, it's a bit more complex than do you think it was a red or not? You know, mm. once it's given <clears> as a red, you then almost have to, you, you're going to have to go that extra mile to win your appeal. Do you see what I mean by that? Yeah. Like, if, if it's given as a red and then the appeal is still left in, in sort of a little bit of doubt, you know, it's going to need to be this clear error. To, you know, to, to to get it overturned, and clearly there is a split. You would acknowledge that much, wouldn't you? It's Aye, of course. No one seems of course, to be well, agreeing there was a on split this. In here, that you said there was a split last night. I just, listen, I never described it. You used the word shambolic. I think maybe somebody else. I didn't use that word as String, a description. Yeah. You know, I just think it's one I looked at and I thought, I'm, I'm not convinced that it's a, yeah. it's a red card. Uh, enough about that, Darren. You getting your passport looked out? What's that? Are you yeah. starting to think? Are you starting to dream? Fourth place, flying high. Need to enjoy it, let us go and see where it takes us. Um, so, sorry, just to touch, you made a good point there about the fact that how early on it was in the game as well. Sorry, just before you move on, no, of course. Um, I think that that obviously that obviously magnifies it because obviously, if that happens maybe the 87th or the 88th minute and he goes off, it's not as sore, it doesn't maybe influence the game as much. So, perhaps that's why maybe it's, it's under the microscope that bit more. Well, again, um, you know, a referee, a three man panel, and the video assistant referee have all agreed red card. Sometimes you just have to hold your hands up and say, bang mm. to right. Yeah, I don't detect the same level of understanding amongst the Aberdeen fans, I must uh, I must say. Well, they're <laughs> a bit giddy at the moment. David Darvel followed by Hibbs, followed by St Mirren, followed by the Appeals Tribunal. Uh, so they're a bit giddy. Uh, they'll have to go over the loss of McCrory and they'll have to do something about it when they play Motherwell tomorrow. Uh, Huge for Aberdeen I know it's huge for Motherwell Because they're the one In the downward spiral But it's huge for Aberdeen as well Because As I say You've had Darvel You've had Hibbs You've had St Mirren You're now losing goals At an alarming rate And Motherwell Are unfortunately Going through a dire period If Aberdeen can't win at home tomorrow Well I mean, it's really, really serious And the, the the hunt for the manager will have to be accelerated You must be delighted though, Darren, with the way it's all ticking along No, I am, yep, I really am So I'm looking forward to tomorrow um, So, I mean, you've got Motherwell to thank for a lot of this really, don't you? And you're like Curtis Main, Stephen Robinson, Declan Gallagher, Keith Lasley, Marco Hara, need I go on? 
Ah, uh, well, to be honest, maybe there's some more focus on two great finishes for Curtis Main. Don't you worry, he got goal of the night for one of the pundits last night. I can't remember which one picked it, um, but one of them gave it goal of the night, certainly. Dazzler. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it, it might have been uh, Charles Dunn. Of course, he was on the receiving end of the. Uh, just, I think I think me I'm and just you, pining for former players now. Uh, can we, we have a to apologise to Darren? We were just discussing it, the predictions at the start of the season. Don't tell me you didn't. Yeah, that shows how much I know about football. Well, you had St Mirren for the drop. Yeah, oh, and, and Darren, listen to this. And the guy to my right here. Yeah, both of so you. I think we yeah. need to we need to apologise, Darren, because I've done a great do season. Do not miss this opportunity to tell them how much nonsense they're talking. I think they know themselves <laughs> 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 you know, he, he didn't even need to admit it He's thrown you under the bus as well no, but He's the, going down You're going with him But, but that's alright Because everyone uh, Who listens to this programme Expects that of me But they don't expect it Of <laughs> Super Sid listen, yeah. That's why we do it It's all good fun Listen See when I bring them back Out the drawer In around May time We'll have great fun Keep an yeah. eye out for Roger Hanna's Player of the Year prediction That's all I'm going to say oh. right, That's all I'll say oh, to you right okay. now Hope he's listening uh, Thanks to Darren and Bishopton First time Darren Was it painless Will we do it again sometime Aye absolutely Good man good. Thank okay. you very much Thank you Darren uh, In Bishopton there And like Paisley buses Ian is also a St Mirren fan uh, In Barhead What's your point tonight Ian? Hello there Yeah I'm just on to agree with you About the, the red card And what swung it for me was That after the game I heard Willie Miller Saying that he thought It was a red card and as we all know, Willie Miller was the best referee that we've never had. <laughs> ah, I, I wonder so where that was going. He's coming on saying it's a red card. It was definitely a red card. That's before my time, Hugh. But I know that's a thing. I know that's a. I know that's a. Um, Ian is one hundred percent correct. Uh, I never saw it in action, but I was well aware that that was a thing. He refereed every game that they played, and it was hilarious watching him. But for me, the best Aberdeen player ever. Willie Miller Best penalty box defender Most inspirational captain Won a European trophy And it must be Breaking his heart To see what Aberdeen Are going through right now And Ian's Again correct If Willie Miller says It was a red card It is 18 carat Gold embossed <laughs> Red card He did also say That it was two St Mirren rejects That scored But I wouldn't like Other radio stations To pull up all the things That you, you say seen, Because we would be there All day so. Have you seen Declan Gallagher's photograph I did I liked it Paul Styrene cup yeah, with Aberdeen cup. reject written yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. Well done, Dickie. Uh, I liked that. I liked it. Ian, um, like the, the, the McCrory thing was interesting the other night. Doesn't in, it doesn't involve St Mirren so much going forward? A bit of bad news. Ayunga, uh, Ayunga out for the season. It looks or for a long time certainly injured. Injured. Is that a, a blow to you? It is a blow. But uh, Tony Watt coming in is interesting just because of the connection with Stephen Robinson. So I'm looking forward to maybe Stephen Robinson managing to get the best out of Tony Watt. And he's a he's a decent player. He just hasn't shown it as often as maybe he could. Yeah. So if we can get a few goals out of him, then he might be a good replacement for the next half of the season. Yeah, someone mentioned this the other night. There's obviously a, a relationship there. If, uh-huh. I think peak Tony Watt at Motherwell was actually under Graham Alexander initially at the start rather than Stephen Robinson but that's yeah. not to say that the form was bad under Stephen Robinson and there was clearly a relationship there and it clearly played a part in the move I thought it was very interesting when Aberdeen got their third goal at Pataudry once it had been decided by the video assistant referee and Declan Gallagher led the players to the manager you don't see that too many times so there's a, a rapport 
Between Stephen Robinson And the players And In general terms But in particular Tony Watt has this relationship with him We'll find out tomorrow St Mirren against Hibs Is another Terrific fixture Hibs On the rebound I think from a very Very dodgy Result at Dingwall I thought that The, the goal Being allowed to stand For Ross County Was a nonsense Um Prior to that, they've taken six off Aberdeen. So it'll be a real good match at St Mirren tomorrow. Uh, yeah, thank you very much to Ian on the line there. They're flying St Mirren, aren't they? Brilliant. Brilliant sitting there on fourth. And I'm looking at that and just like Hugh's saying, you know, a decent bit of form against a team who will feel aggrieved from the decision during the week. A ridiculous decision with the, the free kick yeah. and the goalkeeper. I think oh. so. I think so. Do you think confused? Are you like, da- you no, it's not, not so much that no, I don't disagree. But I'm, I was just surprised And this might just be a sideshow I know people don't always buy this I'm just surprised at how David Marshall seemed to accept it mm. Look, he complained a bit uh-huh. But it was, I don't know I felt like he, he maybe just felt that was a foul. He could have been a bit more dominant said to you before we came on air like yeah. The 80s, 90s you were used to those yeah, challenges yeah. But nowadays I'm surprised the goal was given That's nah, so all I. I must, I must say But I haven't said that Hibs Great result against Aberdeen Couldn't believe that result Couldn't believe <clears throat> The Aberdeen response mm-hmm. You know Ridiculous to The, the week uh, Going out to Darvel I just don't accept Going and getting beat 6-0 Anyway that's a different story But St Mern are doing really well That'll be a, a big game tomorrow yeah. And um, a difficult one you know, for funny, just we're, we're talking about Tony Watt and this whole, all formed part of a, what I thought was a really interesting deadline day because it was like the striking position everywhere, you know, or, or even just before deadline day. You know, we saw Eamon Brophy uh, and Simon Murray going to Ross County and Kyle Lafferty and um, Ollie Shaw left, Kilmarnock and Motherwell signed Obika and Aitchison and Tony Watt moved and, you know, it, it was all about the all strikers. strikers. Um, Mick Kennedy, the Darvel manager who, yeah. who was in here a couple of weeks ago after their great victory, um, has just tweeted to say that Darvel have some big signing news coming, but I can assure everyone it's not Kyle Lafferty because that was the rumor. <laughs> the rumor was doing the All rounds. Right. Can you imagine? Uh, but there we are. He's knocked that one in the head. Well, again, interesting to read Derek McInnes's reaction to Kyle Lafferty going because it was clearly not his idea. Uh, he said it was sprung upon him. Also um, said that there's an obsession with Kyle Lafferty and everyone needs to get over it. Well, it's like the Jackie Marcus thing. Done. Y- Off the yeah, Christmas yeah. card list. But, but just interesting when, when the manager of the club says, wasn't my decision. Mm. Okay, 01419511025. Keep the calls coming. We'll get you on next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 01419511025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Okay, it's that time of the night then. Simon Donnelly and Hugh Keevens are your victims tonight. You send the question into them and they try and come up with the answer. It's a very handily branded the full time teaser, and we're about to do it thanks to a question that's been sent in by Jamie Clifford. So thank you to Jamie. This is like your bread and butter type of full time teaser. We may even have had a variation of this question before on the show, and I'm hoping that helps you because it's not that easy. I don't, you two don't like the teaser, do you? No. And the teasers don't like you, quite I'm a bit frankly. more settled because I won beat the pundit. That's true, so. the pressure's off. Jamie wants you to name the last 10 players to win the PFA Player of the Year in Scotland who are not Scottish. Michael Higgins. Straight in with one of the tricky ones. Well done. He enjoyed his night, didn't he? After uh, it? Just a touch. Remember us, Simon? 
I do. The I end up. I end up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking oh, right, about I other answers. Don't over your head. <laughs> no, no. All right. Any more? The, the, the last ten. Can you repeat the question? Please? The last ten players to win, to win PFA Scotland no, Player no. of the Year who are not Scottish: Michael Higdon, Stephen Davis. You have heard this question before. You must have. This is the no. quickest start you've hey, ever made. You're talking to the king of the five k minute here. <laughs> Any more from you, Simon? Henrik Larson. I mean, it's a great question because some are. How, f- uh, how far do we go back? Can you not say it? Nah, early stage? Mid two thousands. Henrik Larson is not one. Um, some might be from not too far away from Scotland. Some might be from miles away from Scotland. So there's a bit of a, a spread here. You've obviously gone Michael Higdon, Stephen Davis. Uh-huh. Geographically, we're close. Um. Okay, listen, I'll let you get back to it. And if you want to do what Jamie Clifford has done tonight, I feel very official using his second name. Just call him Jamie, sorry. Um, fulltime at Clyde1.com. That's the address. Fulltime at Clyde1.com. Alec is a Motherwell fan on the line. There's no such thing as a happy Motherwell fan just now, Alec. So what's the particular gripe you've got for us? Well, I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to ask you and Simon, do they think if Motherwell are beaten tomorrow by Aberdeen, is Stevie's Hamill's weighing up as Motherwell manager or is it going to continue? Because I was on a couple of weeks ago and I spoke with Gordon Dielderit and Gordon says, oh, you have to give him this game and another couple of games. Well, their games have came and went and they're now deeper in the mire. And I think, and so do some Motherwell fans, that the longer it goes on, uh, the, the deeper the hole's going to be. Do you think it's changed to make a change now while there's time left or give them a little bit extra time, so to speak? It's a real dilemma because I can see you're thinking, Alec, that tomorrow, the 24th league game of the season for Motherwell, 14 games to go after that to save themselves. Uh, the dilemma comes in when you ask yourself, how long does it take to get a new guy in? Does he hit the ground running? Are you adding to the turmoil? Do you only make things worse? Because it is a gamble, and if you take that gamble, then it's a 50-50. He might be the answer to your prayers. He might make confusion even greater. I suppose for some people, though, they the, the, the people who believe it is the right decision, and I'm not saying it is, the people who would believe it would be the right decision would feel that Motherwell's current odds of staying up are worse than 50-50, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, agree that, with that. That's what would drive anyone to, to think that it is worth making the, the, the move. Well, the, the downward spiral is awful to observe. Um, they haven't won a league game since October. Uh, that in itself is shocking. St Johnston have won more games at Fir Park in the league this season I than Motherwell that, have. Uh, right. that uh, that's not good So it, it has the appearance of mm. a lost cause Are you absolutely convinced Alec Or do you acknowledge a bit of Confusion if that's the right word Where Mullow have signed seven In fact within the last 20 minutes Mullow have signed another player Which I'll tell you about in a minute They've now signed eight players in January Stevie Hamill signed those eight players Can you, know, can you do that? Does that work to then move a guy on That's brought eight players in Without giving them a chance to see if we can get a tune out of them? Gordon, it, it, what uh, kind of gets to me and as I guess, some other Marvel fans, now there's the Knights game. Now, he's, he brought in three new guys. 
the week before, and well, in the last two games, the big fella McKinsey has either scored or set up and played really well. But the guy must be gutted because the other night he's on the bench and he brings in three players who have never played with each other, who don't know their teammates. I think that was a bit of a, kind of a pressure game to bring them in. Maybe one or two. But to leave out guys that have been playing really well, I just don't see his way of thinking. Yeah, I think specifically on Stuart McIntyre, that that's yeah. fair. But at the same time, Simon, the the new signings are simply going to have to be thrown in because yeah. the team desperately needs reinforcements. They've been signed for a reason. There eight, is, eight, did you say? It's now up to eight. Tonight they've signed Dan Casey, who's a 25-year-old Irish defender. He's been playing some football out in America recently. Um, and obviously that, that's why you know the free agent sort of scenario we're able to bring him in after the, the the transfer window closes. So now up to eight. Because it, look, it's possible it's, it's, it's been done. For goodness sake, Barry Robson's an interim charge and he's yeah. playing a part in deciding that Aberdeen's captain should be moved on and, and so on. But if you're Stevie Hamill, surely you're expecting a bit of time to try and figure out if you can get a tune out of eight new players that you've brought in. On the flip side, managers take take the flack for when things aren't going well. Yeah, it's, it's ruthless, volatile uh, football management, but I would agree with you. Eight players in, the eight players are coming in hoping for immediate effect, they're not for the future. You know, it's it's a precarious position Mother we're in. I listened to the show last night, I think you guys were talking, there was a caller about McKinstry last night. Again, we're not privy to what is going on and why the guy's not playing. By all accounts, he's performing when he is on the pitch. What I would say to Murrow, I don't see Murrow obviously as much as these these guys that go and watch them, but they're not set. You aren't set adrift there. I know he's are down there and the form isn't mm. great, but when you allow a manager to bring in eight players, I think you've got to give them some time to have some effect. But I, having said that, I know the other side of the coin is results. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Stevie came in and he got a tune out the team immediately. Uh, that's That form's evaded them. Of, of recent times for whatever reason uh, but if you've given them the eight, the opportunity to bring eight players in there's a couple of strikers in there the boy Aitchison uh, that was at Celtic young lad that came in there I think you've got to give them a wee bit of time mm, you're, not buying, you're not buying that reasoning Alec? No no I honestly think Gordon that he's as much as he's a nice guy Stevie Hamill and what he's done for Mullerwall and what have you I wouldn't like to see the guy like with sacked and then hunted at the club as such. I just think it's been a step too far and he should move on, maybe go back to what he, he was doing at the club or in another role and let somebody that's got a little bit of experience that's maybe been doing the block come in for the last two or three months of the season and see how it goes for there. That's, that's just my opinion. You know, I wish Dan Casey all the luck in the world, but it, it, there's an identical picture here. And it's of grabbing players from all directions and throwing them together in the hope that somehow it all comes together. Yeah. I don't completely disagree, but at the same time, needed needed a central defender. Quite simply, yeah. they probably yeah. needed one anyway. And then Sondre Solholm left the club, so they were always in the market for a central defender. You know, Aberdeen brought in two defenders midweek, played them. That didn't work either. Uh, it may very well work tomorrow Or it might be Motherwell's day The law of averages alone would tell you That one of these times it has to be Motherwell's day I just feel though that You either bite the bullet If Motherwell lose tomorrow You either take the decision 
to go for a new manager there and then or it's Stevie Hamill until the end of the season? Um, I mean, a lot of funny you mentioned law of averages, Simon, because yeah, law of averages suggests Motherwell are going to need to win at some point. I don't know how true that is. A more cynical view or a more pessimistic view would be they've only won, what is it, four games this season, is it? Is that what we said earlier five, on? Five, five games this season. Yeah. Um, one of them was at Pataudry. Law of averages. Our mother will going to go to Pataudry and win for a second time this season. Um, it could happen. It could happen. One thing you would say is the away form is much better than the home form. Yep. Um, but sometimes that helps. Maybe players under pressure, you know, things aren't going well at third part. They maybe aren't handling it well. I don't know. It might be easier for them to go to Pataudry, who an Aberdeen team that are under pressure as well. As I said... It, it's volatile football management You go Sometimes knee-jerk reactions And go with results we, we spoke about Jim Goodwin last week Going to Easter Road It boils down to results You know And Mother will need to get results quickly All of this could change Weekend By weekend Midweek yeah. By midweek Kilmarnock are still in there Yeah They're three points ahead of Motherwell But they're at Livy tomorrow uh, And you know Listen, Livy You, you, look you up never to, know By the way you look up to Aberdeen in the table it's nine points It's not mm. it's n- Yeah But uh, Motherwell Do look to be The team In the greatest Amount of trouble Because It's Consistently bad The, the stats Are horrendous It's one of those Phrases right That gets thrown around But, but genuinely you, it, It's the one where You can't see Where the wind comes from Correct Yeah you you, you know, you, the, Managers always say It's a long road That has no turning Well It's a very long road For Motherwell But We still can't see A turning I you know, if Aberdeen fail to beat Motherwell tomorrow, they are in serious yeah. trouble. If Motherwell went there and got a win, Barry Robson, Dave Cormack, Leona, they'd mm. be in serious trouble because that, that's they're, the thing. They're they're slipping uh, Gordon, down. I don't think there's a lot between these sides. It's a, it's a run of form. Yeah, it's a, it's a couple of victories. And I, I said to you earlier on, were they two 0 up against Kilmarnock? Came back that hurt them. Ten men, remember? Yeah, ten men. They were one 0 up against County recently. Get pegged back These are points That they're dropping From winning situations They just need to turn it And it, it, it could be tomorrow Well four seasons in a row They've gone up to Pataudry And won I think um, But they've already had The victory at Pataudry Earlier this season Can they do it again Maybe Just maybe um, Stephen is also A Motherwell fan from Ayr What's your point tonight Stephen? Um, so Just to you know, follow on From Alex there mm. um, Pretty much I think when We made eight signings In January the majority of them at the front of the park. We signed a left back. We signed. Um, we've had two, you know, Northern um, Irish defenders, central defenders. We've not got any. We don't have a defensive midfielder. Our three midfielders are absolutely shocking. Goss, Slattery, um, Blair Spittle. Blair Spittle has taken. I mean, he taken um, Patrick Thistle down twenty seventeen. Taken Dundee United down twenty fourteen. Both in their first seasons. He signed for Mullow twenty twenty two. He's going to take us down. Um, and we just we don't we've not replaced you know Alan Campbell. We've got Lennon Miller sitting on the bench. I know he's only sixteen, but this this wee boy he, he, he buys time. He, he's like David Turnbull. He can just he's so calm, so composed. He strings passes, spittle, uh, spittle, goes five yard passes, and then back the way. There's nothing going forward. That's why we're not scoring goals. Um, Hamill's brought in a he brought in a left back there in the transfer window, and then brought Stephen O'Donnell back in or against St Johnston. And played him at left back. Stephen O'Donnell's not even kicked a ball with us since probably November. Yeah, there he gets chucked in in front of a new signing. 
Yeah, I think it was the end of December, um, but I, the point, you know, I still get that. And um, I, I think it's a, a, a bit harsh <laughs> to on to, Blair Spittle to say that Blair Spittle <laughs> is a, a travelling albatross who takes down every club that he joins. Uh, you know, the, other players were at these clubs when they went down. I, I just feel that Motherwell at the moment look to be a lost cause. It, nothing gives you any inspiration to think that. It could turn and turn quickly Other than the fact That they're in among teams Who are in a similar yep. position And and as I say Same if, form If Motherwell went to mm. Pataudry tomorrow And came away with all three points That would be the creation Of an honest to goodness crisis At Aberdeen Blair Spittle wants it on the record That he kept Ross County up last yeah. season Just, uh, just for the avoidance That's the only reason these the, the, Fans of these grump Obviously it's the results mm. It's the results no. if you're to, be f- right. to be fair though I think Stephen does speak On behalf of Pretty much everyone Who watches Motherwell And that You know th- The balance is important And probably In an ideal world Yeah Really would be looking For something else In that mid- some Someone in midfield That is going to Help you Defend Basically Who's going to Put themselves around And block things And intercept things And tackle And th- Throw their weight about in a perfectly legal sense. Yeah, about a, about a dig. Because I mean, to be fair, Stephen says we've not replaced Alan Campbell. That that wouldn't be easy because it's a guy that's no, gone and it, taken to the championship uh, yeah. very and, well. And, and, and listen, that, Scotland call up. It, is, it isn't easy. It isn't easy just to immediately replace these guys like for like. You know, you know the, the Motherwell last went out of the major division, Simon, in nineteen eighty five. Mm. They have had a remarkably. Long run at being a top division side because, with the greatest respect, they don't have a, a major budget. Uh, you know, to be in the division for the last thirty-eight years is some going, and maybe, just maybe, this is the temporary end of the road, and they have to take the hit this time. Mm. They can disprove that, and only they can disprove that. At the moment, they look long odds against disproving that. How do you feel about the manager, Stephen? I, I, I honestly believe that um, we need to replace him. I, I mean, I don't. He's no. He's not cut out for what we are. We are up against. I, I, and I'm listening to what Hughes saying there. I mean, look at Hearts when Hearts went down. Hearts were forced to play other young players to get rid of other. They were in, you know, dire financial. And and they just played all these young players. And they look at them. We've got young guys there that Stevie Hamill managed. He stepped up to same as yeah your man Fox who done the United uh, brought in other young players and and they all gave a good account. He so he's not playing them. He's got them sitting on the bench. So why step them up to sit them on the bench and not bring them on? Mm, it's going to be a big I, I, one tomorrow. That's for sure. We'll leave it there, Hugh, because we're a bit pushed for time. But thank you, Stephen and Air. A lot of passionate Motherwell fans out there this evening. Uh, how are you two faring on this teaser? Uh, you've reminded Stephen of some of the better times when you said Michael Higdon there. So the question tonight, 10 players, the last 10 to win PFA Scotland Player of the Year who were not Scottish. Higdon and Steve Davis. Did Moussa Dembele get it? He did not. Did uh, Alfredo Morelos he get it? He also did not. Um, hmm. Is that the two, team, the two names you've got scribbled down there? <laughs> I, I, I also put down Callum McGregor And then gave myself a, a slap in the head <laughs> You're doing um, better than me um, Struggling uh, okay. Oh I'll tell you one Virgil Van Dyke. <laughs> nope oh. Van Dyke not won it I'll give you some thinking time Sinclair 
Yes, well done, Scott Sinclair. Right, we need another seven from you two. Uh, we'll give you some time and we'll get the answers next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're in the final parts of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Still a lot to get through, uh, and you've got a full time teaser as well. We're looking for the last 10 players to win Fraser Wishart's PFA Scotland oh, Player yes. of the Year, as it's called. Um, who are not Scottish So you've got Michael Higdon of Motherwell Stephen Davis of Rangers Scott Sinclair of Celtic Nakamura Well done Tavernier Yes Big year The late Fernando Rickson Uh huh And John Hartson They shared it didn't they Yeah Well done okay So we're ticking along nicely now Is that seven Uh huh That's seven yeah Three to get I'll give you a wee clue The three remaining ones Are all former Celtic players y- Johansson Yes I thought that was the one That you were going to struggle went, with Went to Fulham Did he well win it? Well done Stefan Johansson yeah. did Yeah had a really good season Wow uh, Okay Two to get One Is from Very close to home And the other one is Not so close Another one's miles away Okay Just If that helps in any way Shape or form uh, We do have championship game Kicking off right Now pretty much It's Queen's Park Against Ayr um, And it's quite something Hugh Keevans Because it comes on a very dramatic day For the Spiders They've been kicked out Of the Scottish Cup For fielding an ineligible player They won 2-0 against Inverness It put them through to play Livingston In the next round Now the game had to be rearranged Because of the weather mm-hmm. Now what happened was 22-year-old Hartsloney Ewan Henderson started for Queen's Park in the rearranged game and that put them in breach of competition rules because he wasn't signed in time uh, for the first game or you know when it was when it was scheduled. The, the rules say players are only eligible to play if they're registered before the original date yeah. of the game. So it's a very simple rule whether you, you know people can agree or disagree about its existence but it's fairly simple. And it's a real sore one for Queen's Park, isn't it? Owen Coyle will be very disappointed because the club have shot themselves in the foot. They have an infrastructure there. They have uh, Leanne Dempster as chief exec there. Uh, she is vastly experienced in the ways of football, and they've let themselves down by not acknowledging that rule. Now, I think it's an archaic rule. I, I don't see why uh, you should have to have players who were eligible. For the, the date on which the game was supposed to be played But wasn't However, whether I think it's archaic or not Is not the issue here The rule is there In the statute book And Queen's Park did not obey the rule route, And that's their own fault um, We could do a, another hour on whether it's a good rule or not I don't know I, I it just feels quite obvious, Simon. Uh, that's like, but these things happen. Someone, it's just an oversight, yeah. and, and like they've got a, bit a sympathy there because mm. whoever makes that mistake is feeling rotten about themselves tonight for sure. Yeah, as you say, these things happen. The rules are the rules, but it is, it's a really sore one. I've got a soft spot for Queen's Park. Started there. It's a great story of what they're doing, what they're producing at the moment, sitting at the top with Air, who they're playing tonight. A fantastic result. Up at Inverness to get them into the, the next round of the cup And only to fulfil of this rule So yeah, it's, it's a sore one for them I mean, just generally, do you 
you get that rule? Is that something you would have been aware of as a no. as a coach? No? no, I used to get stressed out as a coach when I had to fill in the team lines before a game. That was stress <laughs> enough for me because I made a mistake. Uh, but listen, it's admin. It's it's another. Somebody should have been doing their job properly. They haven't so much. It's it's harsh. They haven't so much fallen foul of the rule as tripped over it. Uh, and Owen Coyle is entitled to think that the people upstairs in the admin building. Uh, are aware of these things and keep him right and keep the club right and they've let themselves down. Yeah, Leanne Dempster has taken to Twitter such as the modern way and said quite simply this evening we are sorry. We'd like to apologise to our supporters, our players, the backroom staff who collectively have been fantastic all season. We're sorry. We'll own it and we'll learn from it. It's about all you can well, do, I guess. Yep. Yeah, held their hands up on behalf mm. of the club. That's all you can do. It just seems quite dramatic at the at this. I wouldn't call it a late stage of the Scottish Cup, but it's a relatively late stage. You know, we're up and running. Yeah. I don't mean to criticise small and who, clubs, who, who, but who did they have in the next was it Livy. Uh, Yeah, but, but quite often, you know, in the preliminary rounds or the first round, there will be sort of small non-league club maybe yeah. that makes these types of of mistakes. It just feels quite dramatic at this stage. It's the second time it's happened this season because yeah. Hibs had to get thrown out of the Via Play Cup. Uh, before it was known as the Via Play Cup um, because they couldn't count up two bookings adding up to a player not eligible to play so that was Hibs' fault this is Queen's Park fault and the moral to the story is know your rule book and if you're in Inverness you're thinking brilliant oh. beaten 2-0 yeah. on we go and get a crack at Livy and maybe even progress definitely I mean it's it's just one of the ones I think it's going to be one of these sliding doors things you think Inverness um, Inverness going and win this cup or something, you know, and people look back. So it reminds me of what was the no, no, no. I, I, bear with me. Was it? It was Euro '92. The Denmark, Denmark. players that were on the beach. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back and they go and win it. the thing. Um, if Inverness win this cup, you can have my record collection. You can have great. all my Tony Bennett LPs. I can't LPs. wait. I can't wait. But um, anyway, that's that's the potential. It's the potential. They're, they're still in the in the competition. It's goalless, incidentally, in that game. If you're keeping tabs, Queens Park. And Ayr is goalless at the moment Played at Oakleview of course uh, As things stand Queen's Park not moved into their new home yet And I think I think I read somewhere I think that's a new AstroTurf pitch Looks That's new. been put down at Oakleview I was just looking at it Because we're, really we're always new, very yeah. critical of them And I'm understandable I'm not, not saying we shouldn't be But the difference a new one can make Simon yeah, That yeah. looks alright doesn't it? Yeah I think I'm trying to think why I was at Oakleview There might have been Partick days but the, I remember the the surface here not being particularly good. But that looks that looks brand new. The one at Livy looks positively threadbare now. They'll need to get something. That's, um, that that makes their story all the more remarkable. They're, they're playing on an old carpet. Yeah. <laughs> Visibly is important as well, isn't it? Obviously, you're talking about the actual impact it has on the way football's played. But in terms of when you've got a televised match, oh. it helps if it at least looks. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I say Livy televises very poorly. Um, it's the, I can imagine Davy Martindale rolling it up like an old carpet at the end of the season and then bringing in another one over his shoulder. Well, it's El Plastico tomorrow, Livy against Kilmarnock, of yeah. course. Um, yeah. Post Kyle Lafferty and all that, but a good win for Kelly during the week, nevertheless. Brilliant goal from Daniel Armstrong. Great, great, finish. Uh, great finish. So, when you have someone like that, uh, it's always handy. But Livy, you know, I know that. Celtic gave them a going over 
And I, I couldn't believe it, Simon. Three 0 at half time, and no goals in the second half. It was very similar to the the, the game just before Christmas when they were two 0 up and Levy scored. If you remember, just before half time, the second half kind of just played itself out. It was a oh. wee bit like that. Celtic had a couple of chances, but the third goal just coming. I think an injury to it killed it. The oh. game was was done. Uh, it's just check. Connor Shields is leading the line for Queen's Park He's one of the players who left Motherwell To make way for some of these new signings But still no goals there I'm trying to think what deserves a bit of a mention before we go I think we've done most haven't we? We've had St Mirren mm. callers on We've given Motherwell a good goal Producer Callum was in at the break Whinging about how poor Dundee United's record uh, at Tynecastle is it's, so, only, it's only nine years since they won that Ah exactly mm. Not would they would have been passing ships a couple of times, would they not? With both have had spells out of the Hearts and Dundee yeah. United top yeah. flight at that time. Yep. Maybe it yep. isn't not quite as dramatic as it sounds. Uh, anyway, before we finish up tonight, let's see if you two can finish strongly on this teaser. Looking for the last ten players who've won PFA Scotland's Player of the Year award and who are not Scottish. You're doing okay. Tavernier, Nakamura, Higdon, Steve Davis, Scott Sinclair, Fernando Rickson, and John Hartson shared it, and Stefan Johansson. What did I say two to get? Yeah, yeah one two. one near and one far away. I'll, yes. <laughs> I'm going Paddy Roberts. No. No. Even nearer. Right? Oh, even nearer. That's important. <laughs> Where's he from? <laughs> you mean born here but plays for another country? Ah, you've done this before. Um, born here, plays for another country. Yeah. Tricky. Tricky. No, still nothing. No, Aidan McGeady. Yes, Hugh Evans. Well done. Well done, Hugh. And the last one I said was from absolutely miles away. Guess the country. Too easy. Tommy Rogic. Honduras. Is a Geary. Oh, is a Geary. Yeah. <laughs> My clue was going to be: you forget this guy was a Player of the Year he's until a, a certain Kieran Tierney came yeah, in and took his yeah, place, and the rest right. was history. Yep. Uh, but there we are. Very quickly, Hugh. You looking forward to tomorrow? Yeah, great games in prospect with serious issues to be gone over. So, Motherwell fans, night, mate. Oh, great. On that note. No, I think you'll be happy tomorrow. I think you'll get a result. I I think you'll get a result. Uh, Anyway, thank you to Hugh Keevans and Simon Donnelly. It is a fantastic fixture card tomorrow. It really is. Five big games. Rangers, Ross County in this part of the world, as the guys have said. Motherwell up there. Aberdeen, Hearts United, Levy, Kilmarnock, St. Mirren, Hibs. Big games down the leagues. St Johnson Celtic still to come Andrew McLean is actually looking after you tomorrow I'll speak to you Monday George is up next